Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. And today we are going to be discussing all about falling in love with your pageant journey. For you to have the best time in pageant land, the best time in your pageant career as such. Because although we look at it like it's a hobby, it's an interest, it's something that fills up the time, when you look back, at how many titles you have been awarded, how many runners-up positions, how many wins, how many crowns. You can say it is like a career. You put enough time and dedication into it, the same as any other job. Any other job. But your pageant journey, let's use the word journey. Um, when you want to look back, you want to know that you were happy in some situations. And of course, there'll be times when you look back at titles and you think, oh my goodness, there was so much drama with this system. There was so much drama with that final. You didn't take the crown to the full potential, like that you knew that you could, like you did things, but you could have pushed it to the next level, but you were too scared. You didn't know, you didn't have the knowledge. There's loads of things that you might look back and reflect and think, oh, I really wish I could do that again. Um, But falling in love with the pageant journey is not just falling in love with the system you're competing in, your platform, your charities, the stuff you do. It's also falling in love with yourself. Yes, girl, you heard right. You need to fall in love with yourself. Yes, that is right. I have just told you to fall in love with yourself. Because I'm not just doing some wishy-washy thing. I'm not promoting self-love. You should promote self-love anyways. Because self-love is very important. Because you only have one you. But the reason you need to fall in love with yourself. And to fall in love with what you do. And to be confident. Because if you if you love yourself. You project that to others. You project that confidence on stage. I have a saying that I have said to myself for a very long time and it's once you stop caring about what other people think of you, it's the start of a brand new journey, it's the start of a new chapter of your life, you know, you will love living life. And I use, this, this partly, um, <laughs> this partly applies to me sometimes, I don't care what other people think of me, however, you know, the anxiety in me and that little girl in me is like I kind of do care but not in the sense of I need everyone to like me because that is physically impossible not everyone will like you and so when you go into a pageant journey you have to remember that not everyone is going to like you not everyone's going to get along with you some people are just misunderstood some people won't take the time to get to know you um, others might be so focused on the competition that they don't open themselves up to getting to know the contestants. And that will change later on once they had that experience and realise that they only focus on the competition and don't get the full pageant land experience. Um, yeah, not everyone is going to like you and not everyone is going to know you as well. That's a really important thing to think about um, within pageantry is... It's nice to be known, but known for the right reasons, <laughs> of course. Um, but also because the pageant pageant land is so big, there's so many different pageant systems, not everyone is going to know, but 
you find as you get more into social media and you get more into certain things um within pageantry and go to pageant finals that's when you get to meet other people and post-covid there'll be a lot of that and you'll feel a bit more safe and secure in the pageant land but with all of that gets to know more people brings in that self-doubt brings in that compare like you and you're comparing people to yourself comparing their pageant journey and that is where you shut it down i was actually watching a new girl the other day and it was like shut it down if you ever seen that episode you'll know what i'm talking about um <laughs> that's the imagination of what i need right now because this is your pageant journey this is you and you alone of course there are people that will help you there are your coaches there are your pageant friends directors everything like that but you are the one that has to feel these feelings you are the one that has to put that money down you are the one that has to live this experience so loving yourself bring out that self-confidence and a lot of people say i just need more confidence i just need that you know, if I could take what you have and bottle it, I need that. I need that sass. I need that. And you could have it. If I could bottle it up and sell it, I would. <laughs> because your girl needs to make a little bit of money around here. She's got a kid to put through school. But <laughs> but with that, you have to trust, trust the process, trust the journey and trust yourself. And by practicing more, by working with the right people, with learning to say no, learning when enough is enough, um, you will find that your pageant journey will be an experience. It will be a great experience. So we've talked already about the disappointments of pageantry, but let's talk about how you can make that pageant journey of yours the best it can be. So first of all, in order to truly love the pageant journey that you're going on right now. We talk about loving yourself and confidence. You need to write down what you want to achieve from pageantry, what are your goals, and then what systems you want to compete at. Not what systems everyone else recommends, what systems people think you should do. It's what systems you feel that you would be best suited to. So is there a really good vibe? Is there an international link? Is there a link that's more on platform-based or charity-based? Or is there a pageant that is not too restricting on appearances so you don't have to put that extra pressure on yourself? As you say before, everyone's in pageants for different reasons and not everyone wants to do all the appearances. And maybe you do want to do the appearances, but you struggle with time time can be a hard thing to manage um so a pageant that is not too restrictive on that would be perfect for you so write these down write down what age categories you'd be in if you have a five-year plan a lot of people do have a five-year plan within pageantry write down what sort of things like that of course you have to allow that you might not win first time but going into that energy like yes i'm gonna take that crown first time let's do it and if you don't win, I'm going to take it a second time. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, but write down what systems that you truly feel the most connection with. And this is because if you enter a pageant just because you feel like it's a, and I'm doing that little bracket with my fingers, an easy pageant to win, you're not going to enjoy it as much. 
as a pageant that aligns to your values and your like their ethos is what you want to do so or entering it because it's the most popular pageant right now popularity doesn't mean it's the best a pageant can be popular yes because it's reputation it could be because it does go to international or it could just be because it's easiest to get to it's the first on the the search engine um or the first thing you you find and that could be it and with a lot of people when you ask about their pageant experience there'll be some people that have the most amazing pageant experience in one system and then there'll be another girl that absolutely hated her time different personalities different life experiences just everyone is different so what works for one won't work for another so find a system that you truly feel passionate about because then that passion will come across in the things you do in your appearances in your platform in your queen duty should you win that's where the passion is going to come from if you're wearing a title that you don't really care about you just like the look of the crown you're not going to want to do anything in it you'll take some cute selfies with the crown but you wait do you want to represent that title like you need to make sure you're a hundred percent and this is why especially with lockdown a lot of girls did change systems or they dropped out of pageantry or they just took a step back and reevaluated what they wanted to do and that's absolutely fine there's so back when <laughs> back in the day um you used to enter like two or three different pageants it wasn't really that shunned upon unless you're double sashing and you're wearing the same sash the same photo but three different sashes not the same pose and that's where the term double sashing comes along now I think here in the UK, we take things a lot more seriously of our pageant journey because in America, if your pageant isn't contracted, um, you know, like, of course, Miss America, um, you know, <laughs> like those sort of um, pageants, if it's not contracted, you can actually compete in any pageant system that you wanted. Um, so I use myself as an example. When I won Young Miss International Spokesmodel, I could have still competed other systems. But I didn't because that was my international title. That's the title I wanted to win. Kept it. 100% dedicated to that title. Then I was awarded the Lifetime Queen. And I know in my... Like, I knew that if I was to apply for that title, I would still be competing in a pageant because it's a Lifetime Award. It's a Lifetime Award. But this girl is not done competing yet. So... I, of course, looked at my terms and conditions and saw what I needed to do if I was going back on them. And we have that here in the UK that if you're 100% set, and this you have to think of, it's your money. If <laughs> if you want to enter another pageant and you paid your whole sponsorship, yes, you've wasted that money. However, do you want to then waste your journey with that system? Do you want to waste your time wearing a sash that you no longer want to wear and spending money on outfits that you don't want to wear just because you paid your sponsorship? Whereas there's a pageant that you want to compete in that you've had your eye on for a really long time. You built up the confidence. You're like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And 
as pageant directors, I feel that you shouldn't have, it, like, if someone is dropping out to compete in a pageant, yes, it does suck. It sucks for the numbers. It sucks if you got to know that contestant. However, to be 100%, uh, you know, it is a business. <laughs> it is a business. But if you've still got that money in the sponsorship, the sponsorship money, then really you're not losing out because that person's paid for their space. And then you can offer it to someone else who does want it. Um, but as a contestant, you should never feel guilty if you're changing because it's, it's your it's your pageant journey. You have to be in love with that system. Say the word love a lot for some for someone who doesn't love that much. Um, but yeah, so you need to love the system you're competing in. You need to love that journey. So now let's go on to loving your platform. Because, yes, there is no point flogging a dead platform if you are not passionate about it. We've talked about it before in a previous episode, and we do speak about platforms a lot. Because, yes, you don't have to have a platform. We know this. However, they do help. They help with what you're projecting as a pageant queen. What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want to do with your title? Your platform is there. That's what's going to help you. And if you're not passionate about the platform, don't pick a platform just because you feel like you need to. You have to be passionate. You have to love it. You have to know that that is what you want to talk about. Use your title. That is the thing you're going to do. So when thinking about your platform, once again, research into it. It has to be a platform that will work. So we have passions. We all have passions. However, how are you going to apply that to pageantry? okay how are you going to be fired up to go so this is my platform so this is great I can do this I can do this I can do that um I've got a whole year to do all this in and then you might have a platform they go okay so I can raise awareness doing this but there's not really that much scope after I've said these things that I want to say that's it I'm done it could have just been an awareness week you know so pick something that, and of course, once again, you can always change your platform. Your platform can change. Some people have a platform, a different platform every year. Now, if you have a, a different platform every year, you've not found your true passion for your platform because most people change maybe a couple times in their pageant career. And as I always say, your the charity that you fundraise for is not your platform. So remember that because you can fundraise for as many different charities as you want. A platform is something that you want to promote, whether it's your awareness campaigns, whether it's, you know, talking about it, selling items to help fundraise, to raise more awareness for different charities, etc, etc. Yes, fundraising is part of your platform. However, the main charity is not, you know, so British Heart Foundation is not your chosen platform heart diseases or prevention of heart disease is and british heart foundation is your chosen charity of the year because a lot of pageant girls also do that in america they do like a chosen charity of the year which means that every year you get to do something different benefit more charities and you know it keeps it fresh if that's what you want to do if you don't have as much of a personal connection it's absolutely fine to fundraise for loads of different charities if you want to fundraise for one charity that's fine this is your pageant journey. <laughs> so take it as that. 
fall in love with your platform because if you love your platform you're more likely to promote it you're more likely to do stuff with it and you're more likely to have passion so when it gets your interview and you're sat down that seat it's not forced it's not fake you know so leading on from platform preparation make sure that you love your outfits make sure that you're not just choosing outfits based on current fashion trend now of course there will always be different pageant trends fashion trends there'll be one year there'll be i remember there was like so many golds and silvers one year at galaxy and then like one red (laughs) in the lineup for the top 10 um and that's just how like fashion trends go but you have to love the outfits you're wearing because once again the confidence is going to show so whether you seek advice from your coach from your friends from a stylist whoever you are um talking about these outfits make sure that they suit you suit your body frame they suit your body um your skin coloring your height, your age, because for your division, and make sure it says something about your personality. What are you going to portray on the stage? Same with the evening count. What do you want to be crowned in? What is the dream? What do you envision when you have that crown placed on your head? It's all part of that journey. And the same goes for the preparation within pageantry so of course with your coach you don't have to get pageant coaching if you don't want to however coming from the coaching side but also coming from a contestant side coaching greatly benefits you because you can go over your feedback you can go over things that you didn't know that you were doing there's someone there to help you to help you with your answers but to also help you create it yourself because the answers have to come from you. You can give as much information and I can talk to you about what you should say in your answer, but it's not it's not going to happen. It's not going to come out of your interview unless you see it and you feel it. Because I can tell you what you should be feeling, but are you feeling it? <laughs> and that is where the confidence will come through because you believe those words. You believe that you are the best candidate for this position. You are the best contestant. So coaching is a benefit, but once again, you have to not fall in love with your coach, (laughs) a bit weird, but you have to have a vibe there. There has to be a connection. And sometimes you have a session and you don't, you don't have that vibe. And sometimes you do. You have to think though that it's not, when you come to picking a, a coach, it's not always, once again, what's the most popular, what's the one that's most recommended, it's the one that you vibe with the most, you have a good connection with, um, of course they do have to have the stones to back it up, you know, and I would say that for all the coaches here in the UK, including myself, we do, we have, you know, all of us have been national winners, and some of us international winners, um, you know, we have coached national and international girls um, and we've been a pillar in the pageant community. So we're not just setting up shop because it's a way of making money because not like for most people, this is not their first income. 
um it's more of we have that knowledge we want to share it on because this is a part of our pageant journey this is the pageant journey that we love i love helping people hence why i start sparks and rhinestones in my pageant journey i love being able to help people to help people realize their full potential and just fall back in love with pageantry because sometimes you can take on so much and just get so stressed you take a step back and look at the reasons of why you entered pageants in the first place did you make those friends yes did you gain confidence yes have you achieved amazing things yes what's from stopping you from going you know (laughs) i don't want to compare it it's like sometimes they say about when you give birth and you never want to do it again but then you're like oh maybe i should have another one that's not me because i hate giving birth and i'm not giving birth again um (laughs) But when it comes to pageantry, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a tough journey. But do I want to compete again? Yes. And I think if I'd given up, I never would have won the European title because I suffered like back to back defeats um, within a couple of weeks of each other. And I was was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But I persevered and I fell in love with pageantry again after everything. And I... I forged my own way into the pageant community by doing my platform, by doing sparkles. And that's what I love about my pageant journey. I love that I've been able to adapt and overcome situations, how things are, especially with COVID now. Um, But also I adapted because, you know, I'm a mum now. So working with the times what am I doing online, a lot of things are online now, so that's where I looked at that, um, but to conclude, <laughs> to conclude on this random pageant podcast, just random my thoughts, um, and of course, if you do have any topics that you would like discussed, we'll dive into them deeper, we do have a lot of podcasts on here already, but, and sometimes it might feel that I'm repeating information sometimes, um, but in the right contents of all that podcast is about, it's it's valid in there. Um, <laughs> but to conclude, you have to, in order to fall in love with your pageant journey, you need to be able to feel comfortable. You need to be able to feel that you'll be able to talk to the director without being scared. You'll be able to, you know, talk to the fellow finalists, the queens, because that's what they're there for. You need to be comfortable in your system, confident in yourself that you're going to be able to deliver that crown. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you, if this is your first pageant and you're entering a pageant that leads to international, that's a really big leap. So well done you. But also if you feel like you're not in a place where you can deal with that extra pressure, then don't be afraid to enter a different system. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, with a hierarchy, you know, you want to enter this pageant because it's the best one, you know, maybe you can't afford £400 sponsorship, but there's a pageant that's £150 sponsorship, and it's down the road from you, you know, you have to look at all these different links, you're still going to get that pageant experience, maybe you might not get it on the scale as what others got them, but you're still getting that pageant experience, you're still getting the friendships, you're still getting the rounds, you're still going to get the crown out of it, or side awards, or replacing, whatever you did, you still get something out of it, there's no, if you're not comfortable, if you're putting added pressure on yourself, take yourself out of that pressure pot, 
and put yourself into a different system and fall in love with pageantry again because if you're getting stressed and you're tearing your hair out of these things that's not the pageant journey that you're going to enjoy that's not what you want to do you know and sometimes you do have to take these like step back moments it happens to all of us um I'd like to do it regularly, <laughs> although right now I, I kind of am because I'm a bit in limbo of when when the date of my final is, um, but fingers crossed, by the time it comes out we might have a date, who knows, but fall in love with the system, be passionate about your platform, so fall in love with your platform and the love will show by the passion that you have to promote this cause, lots of P's in there fall in love with your outfits your outfits need to be you representing you not the current fashion trends not just because the last three queens wore this color so you should wear this or they wore this style so they should wear this there is no magic formula when it comes to the pageant queen to win that year there is no we had a brunette so this year we're gonna have a blonde that's that's not how it works it's who performs best on the night who has provided the best examples so you may not have done anything in your interview as a, in your in the lead up but if you're that confident in your interview you're going to talk to those judges like you've been doing it for years and that is where the self-love and confidence will really help you so how you can help that is once again write down lists you can do gratitude lists if you want you can do goals there are loads of different things. The mindset part of our pageant handbook is very good for that. Um, I like writing lists. I'm not really a manifesting type of person, but I should be. I really should. I see the TikToks all the time. <laughs> but write down these lists. If something doesn't bring you joy, then get rid of it. Get it out of your life. Get it out of your pageant journey. If your outfit is not giving you the ooh-ah-ah sensation... If you watch Jack Ratio, get that reference, then get it out there. You want to be 100% happy with your decisions for your pageant final. And of course, you're going to make mistakes. There are things that are going to happen that you'll look back and go, ooh, but that's going to make you appreciate a lot of different things soon. So, in other words, love your pageant journey by loving the system, loving your platform, loving the preparation that comes with pageantry, and loving the journey. Because it is a destination, the start, the beginning, the end. And it just keeps on going again and again and again. <laughs> until you get bored and hop off and end up on a completely different adventure. Um, but yes. But most importantly, love yourself and gain that self-confidence, girl. So, thank you for listening to this podcast. We have lots of different ideas. I will be recording lots when I'm recovering from this hip operation. Um... Because I'm not going to be able to move anywhere. <laughs> so I might as well. So if you have any topics, please send them across. We will have a YouTube video coming out soon. It just needs to be edited. We have interviews. And of course we have Pageant Con coming out. So if you are interested in Pageant Con, message. If you're interested in anything, message. We do have the handbook. We've released the children's pageant book. So much stuff going on right now. Um, but thank you for listening. And I hope you're all having an amazing day, night, or whatever you're doing right now. <laughs>